When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It may be a holiday, but we've got a show to do. It's the first show of the tour. It was delayed a year because, well, you know what happened was. So let's get back to it. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on this Thanksgiving Day, Thursday, November 25th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Peacock's Saved by the Bell revival used its season two premiere to welcome back the students and teachers of Bayside High and to say goodbye to one of their own, Dustin Diamond, who played Screech on the original series and died from carcinoma in February. The season two premiere gave both the original stars and their characters, Elizabeth Berkley Lauren, Mario Lopez, Mark Paul Gosselaar, Tiffany Thiessen, and Lark Voorhees, an opportunity to mourn Diamond's passing and Screech's absence from the show's world. Rather than explain it, I'll let the scene speak for itself. Hope you're hungry. You guys are the first to try the newest addition to the Max menu, Screech's Spaghetti Burger. Kevin? Hey. Amazing. Thank you. I've had some work done. <laughs> wow. Haven't we all? Mm. Hmm. You know, it's a little weird, but great. Kind of like Screech. Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys remember the time that he got struck by lightning and was psychic for a week? Oh, and then you used his powers to cheat on a midterm? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we go to like Vegas or stop the Gulf War? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, I'm still mad that that little dweeb beat me at becoming Miss Bayside. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) He was so funny. Yeah. To Screech. 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 I have already watched that scene so many times. You can and should check out that full clip and tribute to Screech and Dustin Diamond, which includes a montage of some of the characters' most memorable moments on the show at EW.com. That, of course, is where you can find more on that story, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, including a look at some top Black Friday deals for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. All right, let's get our number three pick up in here. DMX Don't Try to Understand. The next documentary in HBO's Music Box series follows a year in the life of the late rapper as he embarks on his 2019 comeback tour after serving a year in prison for tax evasion. The doc depicts DMX's attempts to rebuild his music career and reconnect with family and fans, while also chronicling his highs and lows over the years, including his lifelong struggles with addiction and the aftermath of an abusive upbringing, but also his deep-rooted religious faith, his dedication to his community and fans, his desire to mend bonds with his children, and his efforts to help troubled youth. Here's a preview. How you feel right now, bro? I'm nervous. It's the first show of the tour. 
It was delayed a year because, well, you know what happened was. <laughs> Didn't make it like a profit. If it wasn't for that man, I'd probably lost my mind. He ain't never shy away from the truth. He human. He's like, like us. He's been the same dude his whole life. And that's why it's hard for him to change because he is the same dude. I wasn't eating three meals a day. I didn't have clothes freely given to me. But I came here to give him a message. The gospel according to Acts. It is a fitting tribute to an artist we certainly lost too soon with his signature unflinching honesty and candor. HBO will give DMX Don't Try to Understand to you tonight at 8 p.m. or you can stream the doc on HBO Max. Number two. Now say XOXO to our number two pick, Gossip Girl. After a three-month hiatus, the teen drama reboot is back with a bang, quite literally, if you remember the events of the mid-season finale. While Max, Audrey, and Aki have to figure out what their three-way night of passion means for them moving forward, Obi and Julian have to contend with their guilt and decide what, or what not, to tell Zoya after their illicit lip lock. And then there's Aki's dad's mysterious voicemail, warning his son to stay away from Julian for the foreseeable future. So much gossip, so little time. Here's a preview. Trigger warning, followers. I promise this post will not be pretty. Thanks for your secrets, your lies, and all the tips you've given me. This story is anything but over. Sometimes good people do bad things and don't realize until it's too late. What happened was just an echo. We're friends. No, friends do not do what we did. I'm ready if you are. We need intervention. With all those secrets and scandals, it would seem Gossip Girl has her work cut out for her this Thanksgiving. Unless, that is, the whole group happens to get together to celebrate and all these truths just come tumbling out over Turkey. Showrunner Joshua Safran recently spoke to EW's Ruth Kinane about how the show handles the fallout from Obi and Julian's hookup. I mean, I think within the whole first episode back is about the after effects of that choice. And also you learn just how far that choice actually went and whether that's a choice that both people uh, are making forever or just made in a moment. Um, You know, it's prime gossip girl to not be able to actually even deal with how you feel about something because Gossip Girl is, like, on your back. Right. Like, expose it. So, uh, you know, I feel like we're back in prime Gossip Girl Thanksgiving territory where every secret's going to come out in the worst possible way. Classic Gossip Girl indeed. You can dig in to three new episodes on HBO Max right now. It's trivia time. It's pretty hard to imagine anyone but Blake Lively playing Serena Vanderwoodson. But what future Oscar winner auditioned for the role on the original Gossip Girl series? Emma Stone, Natalie Portman, or Jennifer Lawrence? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Looking for something to binge over this holiday weekend? Besides food, like me, we've got a recommendation from EW Digital writer Marcus Jones, who's been enjoying a particularly killer show lately, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Hey, Marcus, how's it going? Great, Jared. How about you? I am doing pretty well, thanks. Ready for all the Thanksgiving goodies, for sure. But I have a, I have a big question for you, given what we're talking about today. What did you do last summer? Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> look... I don't even know what summer I, you know. Okay, so I guess let's cut to the chase here. Marcus, tell us, who is it? Who knows what they did? <laughs> Just kidding. Don't spoil that. Don't spoil that. No, I know there are, of course, as a lot of these kind of, uh, you know, genre shows go, they're going to keep you kind of guessing until the end. But I think what's important here for me to know and, and for viewers, you know, I, a lot of people know the the premise of the original book and the movies uh, that kicked off in 1997. Do you feel like, having watched this new show, that it, um, you know, upheld what people enjoyed about what came before? Right. So here's what I'll say about sort of the new I Know What You Did Last Summer TV show. It definitely departs from the movie and, of course, the original book that it's all based on. Mm -hmm. What's great is that it does so in a way that makes it its own thing. And so I really love how they put their own twist on sort of, of course, it's not really a secret, like someone dies one summer, mm -hmm. then they kind of hide <laughs> right. it and have to like face retribution the next summer. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely still there. But the little parts that I like about it is it's still kind of a beach town. We're still getting kind of college-age kids. There's a new twist on kind of what the popular kid is that's more 2021 mm. rather than like okay. 1991. Uh, that's probably too early. This was mm -hmm. like 99 maybe. But it definitely modernizes the story, but it also like yeah. takes the story to Hawaii and like lets uh, the story live in this own little unique environment. Uh, that's not so based on, I want to say it was like the Carolinas in the book and in the movie. Mm -hmm. So there's still like parts of it there. And obviously like the loose framing of it is still there, but the rest, they really make their own. Okay, which I think is going to be nice for everyone to hear that. Let's talk about this cast of characters. Are there any standouts to you? So I think it's a small group. I want to say it's like five people. Give and take, because, you know, I say five, and, like, if you watch the show, you may not know who I'm referring to. But I think Madison Eisman does a really good job because we're introduced mm -hmm. to the POV character, I guess, would be these two twins. And one of them hasn't done much in life since the loss of their mother. And the other one is, like, super popular, but kind of an emotional terrorist. 
Um, and so mm. the first episode is really seeing their dynamic together. And Madison Eisman does a great job of really making those twins have their own individual lives. Um, and so you can easily sink in and see that it's two separate characters. And then as far as the friends go, I think Brian Chu, I think is her last name, but she is sort of a take on like the rich girl in town. That's also an influencer. And she really adds a lot of humor to the show um, and is mm. probably one of the most fun characters to watch. And so I think those are the two that are definitely the most exciting, but they all do extremely well, like Ashley Moore, Ezekiel Goodman. Like These are some fun kids to watch, especially Cassie Beck plays uh, Ashley Moore's character, Riley, her mom, Courtney, who also is just around the town like she cleans at the restaurant the twins dad owns and she also is just like providing a lot of the comic relief and is almost like mm. speaking for the audience and saying like what uh, the yeah. hell is going on here <laughs> yeah yeah but you need that in a show like yeah this. and so they the show does a good job as well of like having this web of characters interact with each other and all have this uh long history with each other that kind of comes through in exciting ways nice love that all right well for all of you listening if you want to dive in and find out what they did last summer and who knows about it all eight episodes are available to stream on amazon prime video could be a pretty easy binge this long holiday weekend marcus thank you and happy thanksgiving thanks happy thanksgiving to you too And now there will be an answer for what our number one pick is. It's The Beatles Get Back. While director Peter Jackson first announced this project as a theatrical documentary film back in 2019, Get Back has reached the end of its long and winding road to release as a three-part, nearly eight-hour docuseries but it promises to be much bigger than the last time Jackson expanded something into a trilogy. Get Back is drawn from over 55 hours of footage featuring the Fab Four crafting the album that would become Let It Be. While those sessions have become notorious in Beatles lore as a highly contentious time for the band, Jackson has said that the footage he uncovered showed a very different and much more fun story without the quote-unquote doom and gloom that's dominated this chapter of the Beatles saga for so long. So, basically, Jackson took a sad song and made it better. Here's a preview. Just say whatever comes in dead each time attracts me like a cauliflower until you get the word. There is a show to be had, you know, once we get over the nervousness. Take ten. Oh, yeah! I think we should forget the whole idea of this show. The meeting was fine, but then you know, it all sort of fell apart in the end. So what's our next move? Getting me split, George's instruments. But it's going to be such a comical thing, like in 50 years' time. They broke up because Yoko sat on an amp. Documentary just grinding to a halt. Grinding to a halt, I think it's taking off. <laughs> Here we go. Well, there is a lot more where that came from. Did we mention the docuseries runs almost eight hours? So grab yourself a plate of food and prepare to dig into a three course Beatles meal perfectly served without Phil Spector overdubs. Part one of The Beatles Get Back is now streaming on Disney Plus, and parts two and three will drop on Friday and Saturday. 
And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. What future Oscar winner auditioned for the role of Serena Vanderwoodson on the original Gossip Girl series? Emma Stone, Natalie Portman, or Jennifer Lawrence? Well, they might have made a mystique or mistake not casting her. The answer is Jennifer Lawrence. In 2017, Gossip Girl co-creator Josh Schwartz told Vulture, quote, Jennifer Lawrence really wanted to play Serena and auditioned. This story came to us secondhand, but we were told she definitely auditioned and was bummed to not get it. Another future Oscar winner who auditioned for the series was Brie Larson, who admitted in a video on her YouTube channel that she was glad she wasn't cast. Now that is some gossip for you. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great Thanksgiving. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.